0: Alright, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on Us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of forty-five dollars equivalent to fifteen dollars per month. Unlimited over forty gigabytes per month face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty P. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty-four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG.
1: There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to the Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by the Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back ethical business owners, and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness, and through collective change, we can become one. My next guest reached out to me online to be part of the podcast. When we started chatting, she shared her excitement and love of the show, and within minutes, I knew we were both exactly in the right place and time. Alexi Bracey is a thriving As You Age coach, based Canada. Alexi's cancer diagnosis saved her life because of her tenacity and determination. Spending hours doing research at libraries and bookstores, she conquered cancer without drugs surgery or any medical intervention within a year. She spent the last 20 years learning all she could about health, nutritionally, emotionally and environmentally. A recent trip to a nursing home changed her direction when she saw firsthand the devastating effects of dementia on some of the residents, no eye contact, no interaction, cutting up their food and feeding them. Even more shocking was that some of those residents were younger than Alexi. Today, she educates people that dementia can be prevented, stopped, and in some cases, reversed. In our discussion, we talk about aging and retirement and how our attitudes and language need to change, along with the food and care provided for the elderly.
0: Welcome, Alexi, to The Ethical Evolution. Thank you so much. I'm just delighted to be here. I'm
1: so glad you could join me this morning as well. Now, you're coming to us uh, from Toronto. Can you tell us about the work that you do and and how you got into it?
0: Well, I originally um, changed my focus. Instead of saying I was diagnosed with cancer, I say cancer saved my life. Mm. And by that I mean it shifted my um, career. I was a regular chef to one of a plant-based chef, and then I just totally spent the last 20 years focusing on everything holistic about holistic health from, from nutrition to environment to emotions and then i had another very meaningful heart-wrenching experience in a nursing home where i saw in a dining room where women were um, had to be shown visually what they were going to eat there was no eye contact no inter, no dialogue some of the food had to be cut up. Some were being fed. Some were feeding themselves like a three-year-old. And they were various forms of dementia. And some of them were younger than me. And yeah. I thought, I had never experienced it before. I had heard of friends whose husband or parent had dementia. And I thought, this is, this is, this is ridiculous. And, mm. and so now you hear of these horror stories because, you know, nursing homes and seniors' residents are closed and people have to residents have to eat on by themselves there's no community gatherings or anything and so you get a phone call that's saying your mother just died of dementia in a nursing home and you couldn't even be with her and i'm thinking okay so what are you going to do so should this happen down the road that you're not in the same boat Mm -hmm. or that you have the loved one who is is there and it's all about lifestyle habits and dementia most people don't know can be stopped, prevented, and in some cases, reversed. So I'm on a mission just to make dementia prevention a household word because it can happen.
1: Yeah, and is it something that you're seeing is kind of becoming a bit of a growing epidemic over time?
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, um, it is estimated that 50% of the world's population, world's population, will die of neurological disorders. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, that's absolutely horrific, and there are many factors, but the two key leading factors, according to Dr. Klinghardt, who's a world-renowned authority, is Wi-Fi and glyphosates, and glyphosates mm. is the active ingredient used by Roundup.
1: Yeah, I, I have heard that a lot, actually, and um, that's one of the reasons I'm actually on a, a whole organic diet. Um, so oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously um, you're looking at, uh, with your background, you're looking at at diet and lifestyle as being, you know, some of the key indicators that we need to change to eliminate this chance of us getting
0: dementia. Um, what kind mm-hmm. of changes are you recommending people make? Well, definitely organic. Yep. Um, and definitely foods that are heavily sprayed with glyphosate. Eliminate those. And you know, you know, ideally it would be somebody that to be exclusively on a plant-based lifestyle, but for those that don't want to give up their meat, you know, introduce meatless Mondays or have your family go on a challenge with you for five weeks or five days or two weeks and to eliminate meat and just see how much better you will feel. Your digestion improves, your, um, sleep improves. You may lose some weight. So just make small changes. It doesn't have to be really big. And, um, You know, obviously, it would be best if you could grow your own. Not everybody can Mm. do that. But, you know, nutrition really plays the role. And eat foods that support good brain health.
1: Mm. So um, being plant-based, I mean, we're seeing a lot um, in the media nowadays. And there was a really popular documentary came out, I think it was last year, um, that basically showed how powerful you can be on a plant-based diet and when I watched that it absolutely blew my mind Um, particularly you know in the fitness industry a lot of people think you got to you know have so much protein and you know all this kind of stuff and uh, the, I think it was the world's strongest man is actually on a plant-based diet that's right exactly and I was like exactly. my god how does that happen you know so like that kind of stuff blows my mind but again when we look at a holistic diet um, and having meat, I mean I tend to take more of a I mean, I still have meat, but I, it's usually mm. grass-fed or, you know, that kind of thing. So um, being really conscious about the choices of what we put in our body. And I, I um, do another podcast with my naturopath, and we talk about this all the time. And um, basically, uh, one of her key things is um, just eat what
0: rots. That's a good point. Mm. That's a good point. And meat that is heavily infused with antibiotics and pesticides will not rot, Mm. you know. If you buy an organic peach versus a conventionally grown peach, the organic peach will will have rotted in a week's time, whereas the one that is heavily sprayed will still be okay. So true, yeah. You know, I mean, the experts are saying that it is healthier to eat heavily sprayed fruits and vegetables than to eat conventionally grown meat because of the pesticides Mm that are sprayed for their food and the antibiotics that they are fed.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, when we take that into our bodies,
0: like... That's right. We're not designed for that. No, we're not, you know. Yeah. So, you know, if nothing else, just minimize and definitely make healthy choices in your meat selection. Absolutely. Mm. So, um,
1: going back to the, the dementia story and what you saw in nursing homes, I mean... It must be absolutely heartbreaking to see someone you love going through that and not knowing what to do and not knowing that you could actually help make a difference. I think you just feel powerless. Like what would you recommend to someone who's got a parent or a loved one who's going through this? What what would, what would you get them to do?
0: Well, one thing that has been shown that really makes a difference if they listen to music. Right. Especially music from their from their era of when they were growing up it lightens them up it is totally makes such a big difference in nursing homes if you put uh earphones on you know somebody senior it brings back memories they end up crying there's a great movie about this called alive inside mm-hmm. and it depicts that very same topic it's just you know and they also say hearing um your hearing loss accelerates um dementia so get your hearing tested and then You know, because I I like playing the oldies, like just before I go to bed, I might play, you know, some of the old stuff and I'll be tapping my feet. I mean, I'm not suffering from dementia, but it brings back really good memories, you Mm. know. Mm. So music has been always been very powerful anyway. And for seniors or people afflicted with dementia, it brings back those memories.
1: Mm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, I know um, more recently, since I've been in isolation, um, as a bit of a pick me up every day, I, I actually put music on before I, I start my day, and it has changed my whole day. Like it changes your whole mindset. And, oh, I couldn't
0: agree with you more.
1: Yeah. So I think just those little things can really, really help. But um, so you're on a mission to to try and um, basically raise the awareness that we can mm-hmm. do something about dementia. How
0: how's that going? Well, you know it's baby steps. Uh, I think COVID, unfortunately, will be more of a wake up call for a lot of people that have lost, pe- for, you know, family members in nursing homes or those that are in nursing homes. Because mm. if you have dementia, all of a sudden you're in a nursing home and you have to stay in your in your room twenty four seven, and you can't, you know, have your meals with anybody. Like you don't know what's going on. Mm. You know. So I think it's definitely raising awareness through COVID, unfortunately, not a a good um, way to educate people. But just through my podcasts and through, um, I have an online program on starting Healthy Mind, Healthy Brain, Mm -hmm. just to to educate people. You don't have to make huge changes, just a little bit of everything just makes a big difference. Um, Dr. Wallace Nichols coined the word blue mind. And he was a marine biologist, and he recruited ex-marine biologist um, veterans to help replant the coral reefs in the Caribbean, and they were all suffering from various forms of of PTSD. It totally changed their life. So Dr. Wallace says anytime you are on, in, or near water, you are in a semi-meditative state. Yeah. So if you think of it, why do people go – south in the wintertime to the beaches? Why do people go up to their cottages to water? People like snorkeling, uh, skiing, uh, uh, sailing, uh, power boating, uh, you know, uh, walking in the rain and blowing bubbles in the rain. Why do women like to take baths? Because it puts you in a meditative state. So do the same thing for our seniors, you know, put them in that state where they, they're more relaxed. You can even play music, background music with raindrops falling or waves crashing against, you know, the shore, just to put you in that meditative state. And it's, it's something everybody can do, actually, you know. Yeah. We need that sort of to unwind because the opposite of blue mind is red mind, which is that stressful state.
1: Yeah. And that's really the last thing we want, isn't it? Because, um, and, you know, I'd say so resonate with that because I, I grew up in the country and all, mm. all I yearned for was the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so isn't it funny? Um, and, and now, yes, I love taking baths. So um, uh, so can you tell us about some of the people um, that you've helped and the difference it's
0: made? Well, you know, in various capacities, there was a, a gentleman. I was executive chef at a well-respected wellness spa in Canada, and um, through them I met um, what was become a client of mine. And this gentleman called me that his brother had been um, refused surgery because it was too life-threatening for him because of his weight. And so I took the two of them, both of them in the food industry, on a raw food plant-based diet for five weeks. Now go figure that one. Wow. They never complained. The one gentleman who had the serious health concern lost 45 pounds in five weeks, which sounds like a lot, but that was one tenth of his body weight. Whoa. I totally changed, saved his life, no doubt about it. Wow. No doubt about it. And then he continued to lose weight and, uh, you know, recouped his health to some degree. I mean, that was just like thinking, like the, the power of food. And they were, willing to do it Mm. but the fact that they were both italian in the food business and their (laughs) raw food not their pasta and 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 and, you know yeah wow and then there was a naturopath who um had diabetes and she had to clear that up in order to renew her 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 license and so i worked with her it only took four weeks for her to reverse her blood sugar to normal so she was able to get her uh her license that's incredible (laughs) you know Oh, wow. You know, it's just, you know, the power of food, but then there's also emotions come into play. There's an acronym Mm -hmm. called ACE test, Accelerated Childhood Experiences. It was a study done about 20 years ago on 17,000 professionals by Kaiser Permanente, a well-respected health research company. 10 questions, traumas between the ages of 3 and 18 things like sexual abuse, verbal abuse, your father was an alcoholic, he beat up your mother, you lost your home, you got kicked out of home. If you, if you scored two or more positives out of a possible 10, you have an 80% chance of developing dementia, cancer, diabetes, heart disease after the age of 50. Wow. So, I mean, you know, we've heard for years that stress kills. Mm. We have to resolve the stress And the bitterness and the anger against somebody who has hurt you, you know, maybe it was your grade five teacher, maybe it was your best friend when you were 11 or whatever, we have to resolve those issues. You know, it doesn't make it right, but it frees you. A great analogy I like to use, two prisoners of war are walking down the road to freedom and the one says to the other, so did you forgive him? To which he replies, no, never. To which... The first then says, Well, then they still have your prisoners in your mind.
1: Yeah, so true. So true. Yeah. And um, it's interesting, you know, um, it makes me think um, in the last year, particularly, I've um, been doing uh, sound healing. and oh, yeah. And um, it has absolutely changed my life. So, like, healing that past trauma and even from, you know, um, previous generations, like, that stuff sticks with you in your energy. And I think that's that's got a lot to answer for because that then has a physical manifestation, and when that's you hang right. on to that stuff, that's when you get all these things, you know?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of modalities like the healing, like the water, um, besides the food, you know, that are, are very healing. There's just so many different things that we have now to choose from. Mm.
1: Wow. So there, there should be no dementia in the future. If we can put all of this in place, this is, this is incredible, Alexi. Now, What's been the biggest challenge in in what you do and how have you overcome it?
0: Well, people generally don't address or take preventative action about their health until they're diagnosed with something. Yeah. Because, you know, it's that analogy, oh, when you're 16, I'll never get pregnant or I'll never be in a car accident, you know? And so then once it happens, then you think, oh my gosh, what, are, what am I going to do now? Um, you know, because of my health challenge, obviously, this, I'm very conscious of, of everything related to health. Whereas before, I wouldn't have been. So had cancer not happened to me, who knows where I would be today? Mm. Who knows, you know? Because I was the conventional everyday, you know, your doctor says, okay, so I believe it. But unfortunately, doctors don't practice preventative medicine. No. They, they maintain your dis-ease. And every dis-ease has a root cause. And it could be a number of things. It could be um, poor nutrition, lack of sleep, lack of exercise, mold, parasites, unresolved emotional issues, you know. So you have to get to the root cause in order to, quote, fix the problem. And, um, you know, natural medicine, holistic medicine has been around for centuries, Mm. whether it's allopathic or Chinese or, you know, holistic, you know. It's been proven without side effects. Mm.
1: And, again, this leads me back to um, another podcast that I do with my naturopath, and we talk about functional medicine. So, um, um, Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. And having those yeah. three, three legs of the stool. So one's your environment, one's uh, your, your mind and, and your well-being, and the other is obviously uh, your food and, and your, your physical being. So right. with those three together, getting to the root cause, we actually mm-hmm. get to the root of disease. Yeah, I totally agree with you, 100%. So, yeah, we're so on the same page here. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. So um, can you define for me what ethical
0: means to you? Well, ethical is, I don't know, like you can say morality, um, walking your talk, really mm. making a difference in some capacity. Like, for example, you would never find me in McDonald's. Right. No, that would not be ethical. Besides the fact I wouldn't go there anyway, but, you know. Um, but, like, you know, really walking your talk and, and really striving to make a difference in some capacity, whatever you are passionate about. Not just talking about it, but, like, really having an impact. An impact not to tap myself on the shoulder, but an impact because I want to see changes in people's lives because I've seen it myself. I've experienced it or shown others to do it, and it's so doable, and it just it feeds my soul, it feeds their soul, and for me, it's a way to experience gratitude on the nth degree. Mm. You know, you're grateful that you educated people, that you showed them another way, that you made a difference. Um, yeah, that's what I guess I could say ethical is, a combination of a whole bunch of little things.
1: I love that. Absolutely love that. And um, I, you know, it, it's it's the same for me Um <clears throat> Obviously, um the the mission of collective change is is really what this is all about. And um exactly what you've said is that in a nutshell. Um so um I I've got a real big question for you now, Alexi. And I can't okay. I can't wait to hear what your answer is to this, because yeah. What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life?
0: Well, I would really like to see um dementia, a household, dementia prevention, a household world, and really minimize uh, nursing homes and retirement homes. Because, you know, European culture, your aging parents stayed with you. It's more of a North American thing because everybody's too busy to look after mom and dad or let's put them in a nursing home. Mm. I mean, in Europe, that's like unheard of. I come from a European background and my father was (coughs) not well. Uh, in his latter years and i know his friends would say to him he never said it to me but in conversation i got that feeling um well why don't you stay with your daughter Mm. because that is what you did with your parents you know but in north america we're so busy with our lives with stuff and going to lessons and taking courses and driving and whatever our parents are sort of Left by the wayside, mm. whereas you know they did, made a lot of sacrifices for you. Uh, respect them. Yeah, I mean, you know they gave you life.
1: Yeah, I and you know, I, I try to project forward to the future, and I think um, I, I you know a nursing home is the last place I would want to be in in my oh. final years, um, and it's something I wouldn't want to see my parents go into either. Um, so. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of them.
0: <laughs> no, me neither.
1: And really just the whole energy of them. Like when you go into one, it's just such a depressing place.
0: I know, it's just like people are sitting around waiting to die. Yeah, pretty much. I know. I know. Just, you know, they have they have some senior residences in Europe where they have chicken coops and everybody's looking after the chicken coops or they introduce Uh, kittens into the nursing home and everybody has to look after kittens. so it gives them a purpose I mean the reason the blue zones uh, the the five communities on the planet that are the longest living people with a sharp mind and agile body is their sense of purpose and community yeah 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 and without that what is there I know I mean here so often when people retire what do I do now I don't have a I don't have purpose in my life anymore.
1: Mm. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because um, I look at my parents and um, my, my father was a mechanic for over 30 years and he's retired now and um, he does woodwork. He, he, you know, helps in the community. He goes to a men's shed and he learns things still at 78.
0: Oh, you have to, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you more.
1: And I think, you know, having that purpose and having a passion for something, no matter what age you are, just lights mm-hmm. you up and keeps you alive.
0: I know, it. just uh, keeping your mind sharp and uh, you, you're doing something with your hands, with your mind and and you're really enjoying it.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think no matter what age we are, we're going to do that and that's really important.
0: Oh, yeah, for me, like retirement, how do you spell that? <laughs> you know, re- retire from what, you know? Yeah, like, wh-
1: yeah, it's... Oh. It's something we need to change our mindset on, I think. And it's, it's really, I think it's a, an evolution, really. It's not retirement. We're not retiring from anything. We're just moving into a new stage of, of being, basically, mm-hmm. where we can be more ourselves. Mm-hmm.
0: And you're not under pressure to for timelines and, mm. uh, you know, do this, do that, and scheduling, whatever. It's a time to take it easier You know, you may work just as hard, like with woodworking or something, but it's just a different mindset, definitely.
1: Mm. Well, I think we need to change some mindsets around dementia and retirement because um, it's a whole new way of life. And the work that you're doing, Alexi, is amazing. And I think we've got to have more people become aware of it. So, thank you so much for joining me on the Ethical Evolution.
0: Oh, my pleasure. It's just been delightful. Glad to be part of your tribe, so to speak. Um, Oh, yes. You know, know, small changes make a difference, that's for sure.
1: That's it, one change at a time. That's right. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, my pleasure.
1: Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker, or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message – Visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate.
0: Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. We oh, got
1: this chair. No, this just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniel.
0: Subscribe today. Electric acid.